0: Hey teacher, how are you doing? I know it's a really scary time right now economically and even politically, depending on where you are in the world. And I wanna let you know that I understand that we can't always change everything. We can't always impact everything that's going on, but we can control some things like our finances. So if you know that you want to start a business in 2023, in the new year, so that you can start to save more money, pay off debt, invest in property, put more towards retirement, or just have a little more to go on vacations during your breaks. I want to support you in that. On November 15th and November 16th, I'm hosting two separate free webinars to show you how you can get started with a teacher business using the skills, knowledge, and expertise that you already have. Find all the information, including the registration links, in the show notes. Think about falling in love for a minute. It's a thrilling and exciting adventure for both parties. It's a journey. They're always learning. I want for your students to fall in love with math, and I'd love it if I could help you learn to love math too. When we start from there, our math instruction automatically becomes more engaging, more relevant, more effective, and even more fun. And that's what we're all about here on the Learning to Love Math podcast. Hi, by the way, I'm Brittany. I'm a teacher, tutor, math learning coach, and the creator behind the Teachers Pay Teacher store, Math with Minis. In just two short years, I went from basically being math illiterate to having students make two years worth of games with math in my classroom. With mindset, motivation, masterminding, and a little bit of coaching, we can make math magical for our students. Let's get on to today's episode. Welcome to the Learners Love Math podcast. Hello, hello, teachers, welcome or welcome back to the Learning to Love Math podcast. My name is Brittany from Math with Minis, and I am so glad you are here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you know it's not lost on me that you choose to tune into the show, that you listen to the podcast at all. I appreciate that. And today it's a little bit different. We're doing this mini series where we're talking about ways that you can make money as a teacher in 2023 and beyond without any extra knowledge, skills, or expertise. And I should say with an asterisk there, we're always learning new things. I learn new things every single day as a business owner. So I don't want to say you don't learn any new things, but using the skills, knowledge, and expertise you already have. The reason I included that in the intro is because I think that's really important. I don't want to discount all the education, all the experience you have as a teacher. It's so invaluable. The crazy thing about it is a lot of teachers don't realize how much opportunity there is. There are educators out there who may be less experienced than you, less knowledgeable than you on a certain topic, less well-versed or less educated, less certified, and yet they're making more money than you on Teachers Pay Teachers because they've chosen to take the action to put their stuff out there. And I don't say that to make anyone feel bad. I'm saying that so you know what's possible. If you have ever been on Teachers Pay Teachers and thought, well, I could do that. Or maybe you're not sure if you could do that, but you know that you're really, really good at something in the classroom. Maybe you're really good at motivating students. Maybe you're great at creating community and building relationships. Maybe you have a killer math workshop or your literacy scores are super high. You're able to get kids high gains and get them with full reading comprehension by the end of the first semester. Maybe you have a really awesome systematic phonics-based instruction program that you've built yourself that you do with your students every single year without fail, and they always see results. Whatever it is, there is something that another teacher out there is waiting and wishing for that you could create for them. I'm going to walk you through a really quick little mini version of what's going to be at our workshops next week, which is November 15th and 16th. So if you haven't already, be sure to register. The links are going to be in the show notes for you, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at mathwithminis, and I'll be sure to get that for you. But if you can answer these first few questions, you're going to be well on your way to making sure that the resources you create on a site like Teachers Pay Teachers, and by the way, TPT is a big one, but they're not the only one. There's also Classful, there's Teach Simple, there's Made by Teachers. There are a million different websites and platforms out there where you can sell resources that you make for your classroom, or even if you've never made resources for your classroom before, you could just get started and make them for others. Okay, so let's talk about it. The first and probably most important thing is you want to make sure that you're solving a particular problem for a teacher. This could be helping their students get quiet without them yelling at them. It could be helping them read better. It could be helping their students finally memorize their math facts because they can't move on to other grade level content until they do. The clearer and the more that you can really visualize the specific problem in the classroom that you're hoping to solve for a teacher and or their students the better off your resources are going to be and the better you're going to do, which means you make more money. I am a big believer that the more you help people and the more people you help, the more money you make. And I've seen that, if you focus on that, if you focus on making things that are really good, that are helpful, that are fun, that are engaging, if you focus on making offers that people want because they solve problems and make them happier, then you're gonna do really well in business and everything else you can learn. So you wanna get really clear on the problem you're solving for your teacher or student. One of my best selling resources right now is a student planning worksheet set. And I'm actually thinking about hosting a workshop to help teachers set goals with their students because it's something I feel like I'm really good at. I've gotten a lot of good feedback on it and I love doing it, it's so fun. And I know that whenever I have students who have set their own goals and they've gone through this process, they have pushed so much harder and that's led to bigger academic gains. So I would say student motivation is a really big superpower of mine as a teacher. So think about that, what is that for you? What's something that you're really naturally good at or a skill or an asset that you've acquired over time or from experience that you could transform into resources that would help and support students and their teachers? From there, now that's an, that's a hard question to solve. I don't wanna make it sound like, oh, all you have to do is figure out a problem to solve. That could be a really hard question that you might take several days or weeks to reflect on, but if you can at least start brainstorming, start writing some things down, maybe even ask the other teachers at your school or in your grade level or on your team, what are some things that you think I'm really good at? What is something you would come to me about? It could be that you're really techy, it could be that you're good at specific subjects. Ask them, don't be afraid. Or just think, what are some things that you've done really well within your own classroom or that you feel super confident about? After that, some things you can do to really start narrowing it down further is what grade or grades do you want to focus on? I tend to focus on third and fourth grade, and honestly, I think I could get even more specific and do really well. I think if I focus on third grade math specifically, I think my store would blow up, and maybe you'll even see me make that switch in the new year. Keep an eye, because I'm always trying things out and experimenting in my business. So Experimenting and experiencing things in my business to see what is going to work better, just like how we do as teachers. So once you know the problem you're going to solve for teachers and or their students, which grade or grades you're going to focus on. Remember, the more specific, the better. You want to think about the subject. I could focus on just third grade resources and I could make a third grade math, third grade reading, third grade ELA. But the more specific and narrowed down you can get, the better you're going to do. So I would recommend at least going as low as third grade math or third grade reading or third grade ELA. And it doesn't have to be third grade. I'm just giving you an example. If you teach one of the middle or secondary grades, this could be even easier for you because you might teach ancient civilization sixth grade. That is super specific. The more narrowed down you can be, the more that your store and your brand is gonna become known for that specific thing and teachers are going to start going to your store and start recommending your store to other teachers, which does so much for your business. On top of that, if you could specialize in a certain type of resource, that's even better. And that's not saying that that's the only thing you have to make or create. But if you can get known for something, I know one seller on Teachers Pay Teachers who makes these amazing escape rooms with Google Forms. They're so engaging. Kids love them. And so she's become known for creating engaging escape rooms for upper elementary students. I know another teacher who creates these amazing Jeopardy style games, and she has done so much work with them. So when I want a new Jeopardy game or when I did in the classroom, I need to go to this one specific seller on Teachers Pay Teachers. So, so far we've talked about the problem to solve, the grade or grades you wanna focus on, the specific subject, the specific type of resource. You also wanna think about the time when you use it in the classroom. And this is something I haven't heard a lot of TPT seller coaches talk about. And by the way, again, I'm not saying I'm a TPT coach. I have different courses and memberships I highly recommend, but this is what I love. I love the marketing, the messaging, and the copywriting part. So if you can think about the time when this resource would be used, Would a teacher use it when they're planning? Would they use it when they're teaching in front of the room, like whole group? Are they using it during partner times? Are they using it during circle time if they teach lower grades? The more specific you can get with when the teacher would use it in their classroom, the better. You wanna be able to actually picture the teacher and the students using it together. And then what is the desired result? Because nobody buys things just to buy them, right? Well, I don't know, maybe some of us do, but we always have some kind of desired result. We buy a t-shirt when we want it to look or fit a certain way on us. We buy a TV knowing that we're gonna be able to relax with our family. There's always some kind of desired result or transformation. So what is that for your resource? Is it that your students are going to be confident readers? Is it that they're going to present in public and do public speaking without fear? The more specific you can get with the desired result that the student or teacher is going to have, and even better if you can say without, right? So remember how I said public speaking without fear. That's a pretty big one. There are so many people who are scared to death to speak in public. I made some kind of course or resource for students that helped them get better at public speaking. Ooh, moneymaker, right? And imagine how many people that would help. And then finally, you wanna have a story that goes with it, an origin story. When did you learn this thing and why did you start it? Let me just give you an example. I was so frustrated with my classroom. It wasn't my students' fault, but none of them could memorize their math facts. It was almost midway through the year, and I knew that I couldn't keep going at that rate. We had to get to multi-digit multiplication. We had to get to long division. But how could I possibly get to those things and have my students make gains and do well on their standardized tests even if they still can't get this basic third grade standard? And this was with fifth grade kids. I didn't have time to pull them aside and start doing one-on-one practice with them. There was just no time in the day. I definitely didn't want to just stick them on computers. And so I got creative and I made these math mazes. These math mazes are awesome. They're differentiated because the kids can go and pick them when they're ready. And then when they're done, they can move on to the next one. I don't have to tell them what to do. Once I teach them the process, they go do it themselves. Through their own practice, they became fluent with their math facts and that allowed us to move on to grade level content. And wouldn't you know, I had students making two years worth of gains on their NWEA test scores. Can you see that origin story? Is That's the one from Math with Minis? The whole point is that you can really clearly see what the problem was at the beginning, what I made to solve the problem, how I communicate to the teachers what the problem is and was and how I can solve that problem for them and their students by using these resources. So if you can get those things down, if you know the problem you're solving, the greater grades you're making resources for, the subject you wanna focus in, the type of resource you're creating, are you creating worksheets or are you creating project based learning? Opportunities, the time when your resource will be used, the desired result, and if you can share a compelling, emotionally driven story that talks about the success you or your students have had using this kind of resource or product, whoo, you're gonna do so well. And this is an acquired set of skills. No one is born. I mean, maybe some are. I don't know. But most people are not born knowing how to do this stuff. Not only knowing how to actually make the resources and plan them out, but write descriptions of them and tell these stories. It takes a lot of practice, and it's something I'm continually growing and refining. But, you know, I got frustrated. And this is, you're going to hear an origin story, I guess, right now, but for one of my offers that I have. But I got really frustrated with the GPT space. I feel like I'm getting kind of a, uh, yeah, I, I'll say it. I was getting frustrated with the GPT space for a while because it felt like anytime I wanted help working something out, brainstorming with somebody, there was no way to be able to do that unless I paid for some big expensive course. And this got so frustrating to me. Like, even as a freelancer, I could not believe how, We went from just helping each other out, and I feel like as teachers, it kind of comes at this, and I could even say Teachers Pay Teachers might be a contributor, you know, I want to be totally transparent with that. We went from a space where we were always just willing to help each other and get on the phone with somebody to, you have to pay me for my time. Like, there's no exchange that's worthy unless there's money involved, which is so frustrating, right? And it's not to say that we don't want to make money. And I do believe that like sometimes we can have a poor money mindset as teachers because we're so used to being in lack, like we're so used to not having enough that it's really hard for us to invest for money, to have money or make money or keep our money. A lot of times we could be overspenders because we feel so uncomfortable with wealth and having money. And I do want to like acknowledge that too, but there's also the other side of the coin where we can't have access to quality things anymore unless we have hundreds of thousands of dollars and that's so frustrating to me and I don't know if you feel that way too let me know at math with minis on Instagram I'm just curious to see if you've ever felt this way if it's just me and so I'm gonna be hosting a membership it's this is kind of like our I haven't even really talked about it in email so I guess this will be the, the first little soft launch where it's going to be called the heart of marketing and we're going to be talking about marketing and sales skills how we can help teachers make more money without selling our souls, you know, like sell, I guess selling your resource without selling your soul, that'd be a good little tagline. But the point is, I want for this to be affordable and accessible to you. I just, come to the webinar, come to the workshop, it's gonna be so good. You're gonna get a lot of this help, workshop stuff out for free. This is stuff I usually charge for, but I really do wanna give back. And the membership I'm gonna be talking about, that is not free, but it's very, very low cost. Because most of these marketing memberships are $50 or more or like 30 or 40, it's not even gonna be that, guys. It's gonna be way affordable. And we're gonna be workshopping this marketing stuff together. So I'm super excited about that. I can't wait to tell you more and I can't wait to hear your guys' ideas for your businesses. So if you haven't heard it already, next week, November 15th and 16th, that's a Tuesday and a Wednesday. You get to choose which one you wanna come to or you can come to the both if you want, but it's basically gonna be the same workshop. So I'd love to see you there. I can't wait to see you and hear your ideas. And you can do all of the registration and stuff in the show notes. Bye.